The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, it's time for another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 151. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Iran nuclear deal is dead. Based on why, that right? Uh, you need look no further than uh, the orchestrator for this for uh, Obama, uh, Ben Rhodes, the failed fiction writer. Uh, although he was pretty successful for a while writing this fiction. Uh, where do and, you get? Come off well, saying that. What? What? Where do you get this? What source do you have to say that Ben Rhodes lied the Iran deal into existence, Mr. Nelson? Where do you get this? From the Washington Post, uh, this was from uh, May 6, 2016, oh God. by uh, Paul Farhi, or Farhi, I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, titled, Obama official says he pushed a narrative to media to sell the Iran nuclear deal. Uh-huh. Boy, it's a long article. I won't read the whole thing. Uh, you can go find it yourself at the Washington Post. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. That must be a right-wing rag. Uh, huh? Yeah, start. sure. Uh, well, uh, he was able to uh, push this narrative no. to the media because no. he goes on about how they don't have foreign bureaus anymore and they yeah, depend on, on just basically them <laughs> telling them how it is. And so he made up a lot of crap about, oh, the Rouhani government is so much more mo- uh, moderate and all that. It is. For decades, we've been hearing about these magical moderates within the Iranian no. government that was going to make everything wonderful. They will. It's just not true. Oh. There are moderate people in See? Iran. See? But they're not in power. Well, they have no. no power. At yep. least, not yet. You see, when the economic pressures on Iran were at their crippling point, uh, that's when you have uh, abilities for uh, different groups to overthrow and have their coups. And you need those to happen when you're dealing with Nazi-like tyranny in the form of the mullahs running Iran. But, oh, guess who swooped in and saved the day? That's right, Barack Obama Uh got rid of all that Uh and saved them and also gave them quite the infusion of cash despite... Tons of American blood on their hands. Yes, the great Obama did that. We're not going to get that money back. But at least we're out of this horrible deal that was a lie. uh, Calling on the inspection of declared (laughs) sites. Keep in mind, how many times I got to point this out? Because the first question that should come to your mind 
Well, what about the undeclared sites? Oh, yeah. yeah. What about them? <laughs> no one asked. Dumbass. And so it went through. Europe has uh, economic reasons and business interests with Iran. Uh, they probably won't pull out entirely, but when they're dealing with the licenses for American technologies, oh, whoops, can't <laughs> yeah, use yeah. those anymore. Suck Not you. in uh, coordination no, that's, that's with Iran. So uh, it's a big deal because, let's face it, what? The United States is really the only game in town. Uh, I know, it's tough, but that's tough on you if you can't get your act together uh, and uh, understand what free market enterprise can result in. But anyway, uh, so here we are. uh, This absolute lie, and as I talked about in earlier episodes, people that are for this, of course, are for the economic reasons and business deals they can get out of it. But also, out of an ideology, in case of Obama, where uh, the Iranians he sees as the underdog, uh, and uh, third world, poor guys, oppressed and whatnot. And of course, he does not like Israel. And uh, he he saw them as the good guys, in a way. But also, part of the uh, elitist snobbery, Uh that Iran would be crazy to ever use weapons like that. He doesn't care if they get it. He doesn't think they'll use it. Well, of he's, course. he's right. Come on. You're right. This is You'd have to be crazy to do something like that. You ever listen to the speeches given by the Iranian mullahs? Nope. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. So there you go. Uh, good riddance to that crap. No. And uh, good for no. Trump. Yeah. Uh, uh, here we are having to listen to a bunch of uh, smart asses uh, condemn a man mm-hmm. yeah. for maintaining his campaign promises. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little worried there at first. I was like, hey, w- what's taking him so long on this well, one? Uh, the game. deep state and the swamp tried to convince him otherwise. Uh-huh. He gave him a year. They couldn't explain why you stay in. They That's really right. couldn't. Uh, oh, this will be worse. Worse. How can it be worse? Oh, they'll start the program again. But they said they didn't have one. And on and on and on with uh-huh. this. So... Now we have kind of a map. Oh, God. Uh, those undeclared sites. Oh, God. Yeah, we need to have a, a bombing mission. Oh, God. <laughs> in conjunction oh, with Israel. No. Uh, oh, and get rid of that. No. So there you go. That's how you deal with that. No. Because if, they, if anyone trying to tell you this plan was going to work, I'm old enough to remember this same plan being talked about with North Korea uh, to keep them from getting nuclear really weapons. Oh, come on. They got nuclear weapons. Right. And now we're hoping they will denuclearize. Well, I'll just have to see it well, uh, before I believe it. But nevertheless, um, it seems to be more movement on that front than there ever has been in decades. So, uh, again, <laughs> it's hard to believe sometimes, but yes, good for Trump. Trump did very well. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what's the matter, Lefty? Look, I'm sick of this. Just yeah. Move on. Let's just oh, move on. on. Damn it. Uh, well, in other news, uh, uh, Samantha Bee's Good favorite word. superhero, so 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 <laughs> Democrat funny. Eric Schneiderman. A great the, man, a hero for women. Uh, Attorney General of New York. Yes. Has now... Resigned his What? Uh, wh- <laughs> why? Well, a 
Well, Ronan Farrow, uh, the, guy, the reporter who took down uh, Harvey Ooh. Weinstein, is at it again. What? <laughs> and now uh, it turns yeah. out that, no, uh, yes, that champion of the Me Too movement yeah. uh, was going to take down Trump himself. Will. Uh, well, it turns out he's into some really kinky, bizarre uh, sexual behavior. Oh. What? Uh, with at least four women um, what? What? involved in, uh, uh, what is it, BDSM? Oh, my uh, God, that sounds well, satanic. Look, whatever people do in their private lives is no one's business. And, you know, it's just... Except for your truth. You know, sometimes you want a little role play. What? Well, let's, uh, let's bring in uh, our sexual expert. What? Uh, Mr. Sex Ed. Come on in here, Ed. Yeah, I've been meaning to have Ed kind of sitting on a panel here for a while, yeah. and finally it's time to get around to it. So uh, there you go, Red. Just yeah, right there to the mic. Yeah, that's a good horse. Uh, yeah, don't worry, I got some carrots. Don't worry. All right, uh, Ed. Uh, we're uh, in a little in the dark on what this whole uh, BDSM business is. I, I just assume it's people who like spankings or something like yes. that. Oh, now, that's, that's probably what don't it is. get too far ahead of yourself there, boy. What? You think it's all that? No, it's a whole kind of theatrics people like to play. Yeah, yeah. It gets the juices flowing. Gets the pumping, pumping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a lot of role play, like yeah. your little Twinkie friend here said. What? But sometimes it can get out of hand. Well, now, well, this man seems to have gone too far. Well, beating these women around. Oh. Slapping them. Uh, making them all bloody and bruised and nasty. Why uh, would you want to damage uh, something pretty and make it not pretty? Uh, no, oh, well. that's not sexy. That's not sexy at all. Oh, yeah, you know what, Ed? You make a lot of sense. Oh, pretty no. goddamn. The whole point of chasing a woman because she's pretty. But if you make her all ugly looking, oh, what the hell you doing? Makes no sense at all. But what do you expect from a member of the jackass party? Oh, no. Come on. Just stop that. Oh. What part of that do you find so unconvincing, Lefty? What, what I... do you disagree with here? No. On the surface, of course I don't disagree with this, but you got to understand, this is a, a private matter between consenting adults, and, 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 and the point being that sometimes when you're doing this role play, I think the best response is to reciprocate. What? What, what kind of perverted activity is that? What are you, what are you talking about? P well, perverted? whatever reciprocate, re receipt. Oh, oh my I mean, God! It's it just it, needs to return you know, the favor. You can't twist my mind with your oh, weird Sodom and Gomorrah type. Oh activity. my God! Oh God! Look, uh, a lot of this sort of thing is the sort of acknowledgement that there's a certain kind of power play, and it can be very enticing. And sometimes, men and women. Or men and men. Oh, or God. Men and women. And like to engage in these sort of uh, fantasies, you know? And uh, oftentimes, well, when the man's on top, he should let the woman be on top and, uh, you know, receive a pegging. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I guess I should have seen that coming. Oh. Oh, hell no. You see? I'm right. Oh, no. This is perverted. Oh, good Lord. Well, it's funny how this keeps happening. There's a lot of uh, different scenarios here where these uh, ultra-feminist men 
What? Uh, turned out to be rapist. Uh-huh. Into the really uh, uh, serious S&M type <laughs> porn. Uh, that's, uh, uh, yeah. Thanks, uh, man. You're and, welcome. Uh, <laughs> but this appears to be just, he's, he likes to torture women. Oh, uh, yeah. Slap them around, Come call on. them whores, Holy stuff like that. Well, uh, and one woman who uh, didn't wasn't even his girlfriend, but he came on to her and she turned him down, and so he just knocked the crap out of her. Well, allegedly, uh, we but, don't know. Uh, well, uh, just, gee, Lefty, you know. I thought we were always supposed to believe the woman. Oh, uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, both uh, Eric uh, Snyderman. And Harvey Weinstein attended the Women's March that had been orchestrated by convicted terrorist Razmia Ode and, of course, oh. Jew hater Linda Sarsour. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, yeah. With connections to the Muslim Brotherhood. So Plus, there was that woman there who murdered a man by sodomizing him to death with a pipe. And uh, she said, who cares? He was a faggot. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, these are the great progressive leaders of this uh, fantastic uh-huh. pussy hat movement. Uh, uh-huh. No one seemed to bat an eye, and guess what? Yeah, two of them were apparently rapists. Uh-huh. So no. there you go. Uh-huh. Goodbye, Schneiderman. Yeah. And, uh, no. Once again, more yeah. evidence of how stupid yeah. uh, Samantha B is. What? No, uh, people no, are reminding no, this. Her into this. Uh, that she did this little cartoon of him, like Spider-Man and stuff, oh, yeah, and praising him and all that. Good lord. And uh, people were passing that around on Twitter. And she well, said, take this down. Well, they should. It's just <laughs> cruel <laughs> and unnecessary. You're the one who put it up. Yeah. Look, you didn't really need this to tell you that Samantha B's an idiot. Nope. Uh, if you did, I don't know what to tell you. Nope. You really don't. You can't. Too stupid. It's stupid. It's the only thing that I like. Stupid. Well, that explains why you like Trump. What? Goddamn, you little bastard. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Uh, oh, true. man. Right. You want to step outside? No. I didn't think so. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't. Well, barbaric. Barbaric. Uh, rest assured, Lefty, this won't really change much of the uh, uh, media narratives. No, it won't. Political narratives oh, of the left, man. what have you. Uh, because in the end, after all, no matter uh, that Schneiderman is a rapist and uh, Weissy's a rapist, and so many uh, so-called uh, feminist heroes are just rotten monsters. Oh, come uh-huh. on. In the end, uh-huh. no. Trump said pussy. So there exactly. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's all, all the evidence you need that he's uh, anti-woman. And so uh, that's that. And without people like Schneiderman, who is going to break this horrible monster down? I mean, shame on you, Pharaoh. Shame on you for not doing your job! He did his job! No, he didn't! Yeah, he he's did He's just it. mad because he's stupid little show didn't what? make it! What? Now what? he's got to run around and tell right people who break promises! Damn it, Lefty, calm down! He said he's got to run around and tell people who break This is a Nelson News Bulletin. 
naked man tries to have sex with a car's tailpipe. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. People were shocked to see a naked man trying to have sex with a car's tailpipe, according to police in Kansas. Newton police said that they have arrested the 24-year-old man after being seen on the ground with his genitals inside the car's tailpipe. The man, who was not identified, is facing a charge of lewd and lascivious behavior. According to the police investigation, the incident unfolded on Tuesday at around 12 p.m. in the 1200 block of East Broadway. Witnesses at the scene called the police to say that the man was lying naked on the ground under a car. He was then seen attempting to have sacks with the tailpipe of the car. Police officers who arrived at the scene ordered the man to stand up and get dressed. Officers then tasered the man as he failed to listen to their commands. He appeared to be under the influence of alcohol and drugs. The man was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment as his blood alcohol content level was at .34 or more than four times the legal driving limit. Hmm. Well, he wasn't exactly driving, was he? He was... Well, yeah. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Sally, I told you you needed to lose at least 25 pounds, but since our last visit, you've gained 10. I know, Doctor, but no matter what I do, I just can't seem to fight my compulsion to eat. Hmm, well, perhaps you should try slip-through. Slip-through? What's that? Why, it's the latest in diet pill medication. Utilizing the slip-through treatment, you can eat whatever you want, and you won't gain weight. In fact, of course, you'll lose it. Oh, well, give me it. Well, now, wait. Oh, ah, there. Of course, there are certain side effects, uh, including, oh, anal leakage, uh, projectile diarrhea, and, of course, your bed sheets will look like an empty pizza box. Wait, what? Well, you got to understand, as the slip-through denies your body its ability to store fat, well, it, the food's got to go somewhere. So, of course, it slips through. Oh, you mean, oh, oh. Ah, it's working already. Slip-through, available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine pharmacies. Warning, slip-through may result in projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, anal linkage, bleeding urine, bleeding eyes, uh, organ failure, and memory loss. You have been warned. <laughs> what going on here? <laughs> Why, this is Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 1, as ripped by yours truly. <laughs> Slow down a minute, is what? Oh, just think of it as Mr. Nelson. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Flash Gordon. Yes, you've probably seen some of these before, as several of this serial have been at the beginning 
of many of the other movies that I've riffed at my self-eyes store. Yes, but of course, full films are $1.75. But if all you want to do is see Flash Gordon, well, you can do that too. And only for 90 cents. Oh man, that sounds like a sweet deal! Yes, yes it is. Right now, you can head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's just that simple. And there you'll find Chapter 1 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 1. Yes, in Chapter 1, Flash tries to stop Ming Spaceship from pissing all over the Earth. Wait, what? <laughs> Well, not exactly, but of course, that's a typical nails-in interpretation of all these crappy old films. Yes, so without further ado, I must give you warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. <laughs> you mean like fart noises and toilet flushes? <laughs> Yes, along with inappropriate laugh tracks, cartoon sound effects, and public domain music from such sources as Kevin MacLeod. It's all there for you and for only 90 cents. Oh man, we're gonna get it again? <laughs> well, you head over to the Nelson Theater Store at selfie.com. Selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Nelson Theater is a proud sponsor of the Mr. Nelson Show. Because if Mr. Nelson doesn't sponsor the Mr. Nelson Show, who will? You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. It's time for The Good Doctor. Previously on The Good Doctor. <laughs> well, ah, boy, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, this started out as some kind of uh, bizarre, perverted hospital soap opera, and then it turned into some kind of superhero story. Um, that anyway, uh, All-Seeing Eye and uh, The Peacekeeper had tracked down Gentle Mental, who turned out to be a, an agent from Venus. And she had some kind of weird plot to uh, get rid of all the men and uh, have rule the world of women as her uh, lesbian sex slaves or some such. Anyway, she's got a harem of uh, cheerleaders, and they suddenly attacked All-Seeing Eye and uh, the Peacekeeper. And since they were heavily outnumbered, they were greatly overwhelmed uh, by the cheerleader team. But then... Pick up, bitches! <laughs> what? Venus Americana? Oh, how'd you get here? Simple. I hooked up my dead husband's brain to a computer and learned that he had rewritten the universe where I was a nympho porn star instead of a superheroine. He did this because in the previous universe, I had spurned his advances. So he forced me to live his sick sex fantasies. Oh, my only regret was that he died before I could kill him. Ah... Uh. Uh, okay. Damn it, Walker. 
Not even Venus Americana will be enough to take on all these cheerleaders. We need help. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Jane, come on, Jane. Stop squirming at Gentle's feet and kick her ass. What? what? Remember who you really are. What are you talking about? You're Dame Diaphanous. And with that, suddenly Jane's brain is flooded with memories of her superheroic past as, yes... Dame Diaphanous, and with a swift hard kick, she knocks Gentle Mental into Sleepy Land. Oh! <laughs> well, anyway, back at the Creepington basement, the good doctor, or rather, uh, Dr. Phil Good, or no, wait, Dr. Deja Vu, or uh, something, I don't know, and his pals are interrupted by the Temptress, who is really Ivana Boner, Dick Boner's wife. Stop what you're doing now! Uh, Ivana? I'm a doctor's wife here, damn it. Phil, I don't care what you're up to, but I'm not gonna let you ruin all that for me. I, 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 I'll kill you! Ivana, no! Dick! No! I, I didn't mean to shoot you! Oh god, what have I done? Oh, no, no, my precious Dick! Oh, I can't live without Dick! Oh god. <laughs> Look, Dr. Creep, how do I fix all this crap? I thought you'd never ask. You see the dream machine behind me? You mean that box that sort of resembles an old 50s sci-fi show prop? Yes, yes, that's the one. Turn the on-off switch to off, and presto, we're back to normal. Oh, well, that's it, huh? Well, goodbye, cruel world. I'd say it's been real, but we both know that that's not true. And so, Dr. Good, or Dr. Deja Vu, who are the doctor? grabs the lever and switches the dream machine off. At the home of Dr. Phil Good and his wife, nurse practitioner Jane Good, I take it Anvil ordered the skulls to be disinfected? They're doing that as we speak, room by room. They're spraying bleach solution on everything, from the science lab to the cheerleaders' pom-poms. Dr. Good and Jane are still married, and instead of having affairs when they get bored, they fight crime as the Good Doctor and Dame Diaphanous. Dick Boner is no longer a doctor, and is instead a pitchman for late-night infomercials. In his free time, he fights crime as the Crimson Cicada. Ivana Boner is no longer married to Dick. Her name is now Ivana Bone. But she goes by another name, the supervillainess, the temptress. Linoleum Walker is still a private investigator, but some cases call for special attention. So he sometimes goes by the superhero moniker of the private eye. Mm, Salad Green is his new assistant. Mabel Fable left town for Balsamore, Maryland. Celery Hangenbottom now lives with Gentle Mental as her pet slut. Victor Hangenbottom, a.k.a. Victor Victorian, a.k.a. Lightning Rod, lives in a halfway house wondering where it all went wrong. Horace Flop III is currently in prison for his crimes as the Smiling Skull. However, his smiles are few and far between since he has become a popular prison bitch. Salmon Spawn still practices law, though he rarely obeys it. Where it is, he may run for Congress. Anvil O'Hammer is still a cop and only goes out as the peacekeeper 
when he wants to vent his frustrations on the guilty. Christmas Carol teaches art at Roy G. Bibb University. Oppenheimer Man was never seen again. The Good Doctor is a Nielsen production, written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Incidental music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Well, there you have it. Uh, the final episode of The Good Doctor. Uh, which, uh, if you recall, I do believe I discussed this when I originally presented the series. Uh, this was based on a bunch of... Uh, Comic strips from uh, Rex Morgan, M.D. There were others that had nothing to do with it where I would rewrite the dialogue and I would send it off to friends and stuff like that, uh, emailed and what have you. And uh, as it went on, it developed <laughs> its own kind of weird narrative and how certain things uh, worked out. And then eventually I dreamed up this whole story. And quickly, I ran out of ideas for a soap opera in a hospital, and then I just slapped on uh, superhero uh, plots, and most notably a plot that pretty much makes fun of uh, Alan Moore's The Watchman, which was a big, uh, uh, significant comic book in the 80s, and remains to this day having a huge, uh, long casts a long shadow of influence over the, the medium. Uh, but basically, the plot revolved around an alternate history where superheroes had been real, uh, in the sense that it was some kind of uh, uh, fashion thing or fad <laughs> from World War II on. And the only real superhero was this character called Dr. Manhattan, who uh, some freak nuclear accident gave him superpowers. The rest of them were just uh, people who could fight really well, and they uh, wore outfits. Anyway, the ultimate thing was that the worries about World War III approaching because of the Cold War... Uh, so, uh, this guy dreamed up a plot for, uh, saying there's an alien invasion and the two superpowers need to join forces to fight it off. And that's what he did. Uh, it's a plot stolen from an Outer Limits episode. The plot itself is not that great. The Watchmen series was, uh, its, its successes was in the, uh, atmospherics and that sort of thing. And it was kind of, it was new for its time for what it did. So it, it maintains its its place. Uh, it's a long story. I'll get into it. But nevertheless, I made this spoof on it because the idea uh, was that the uh, Reagan's America was a warmongering evil uh, power and was determined to start war with the Soviet Union whichever way he could. The exact opposite happened. He uh, made these massive, uh, uh, unprecedented peace talks there uh, between him and Gorbachev, and the rest is history. World War Three did not happen. Uh, everyone forgets that, but I don't. I was there. I remember all the propaganda. Uh, you can look on YouTube for tons of movies from the era about how World War Three was coming any minute now, and uh, more times than not, you can see who they blame for it. You think they blame the Soviets for it? No. <laughs> no. But anyway, uh, Watchmen was no different in that bent. And yet, just a year later, <laughs> the exact opposite happened. So it was always kind of funny, I thought. And so I did this sort of plot that's very similar. Obviously, uh, Oppenheimer Man is Dr. Manhattan. Uh, the, the private eye guy is Rorschach. So on and so forth. And threw that in there. 
pretty lazily done. I didn't really have a full story here. That came on is how to just end it as I made it a webcomic at a site that no longer exists. And that's what I did with it. Uh, it just the concepts of uh, superhero events and time warping and whatnot is something they've done for decades, primarily to try to hurry up and uh, sweep up their continuity and explain how can your superheroes stay 30 forever? Well, it's because they keep getting uh, time warped from some major cosmic events that happen, and that's just a way to explain it. <laughs> and then they kind of just start over uh, with a few of the best stories from the past. They try to just shoehorn that in and say, yeah, it still happened. It just happened in an updated uh, form or what have you. After a while, that piles up too. So it's virtually impossible to keep going on like that. But you just do it because it doesn't really matter. Uh, you're seeing in the new Affinities, and uh, I mean, Infinities, Avengers Infinity War, <laughs> Infinities Avenger War, um, where it looks like that's where they're going. We'll see in the, the Avengers 4, uh, which I believe will be Avengers Endgame. I'm not sure if they actually announced the official title, but nevertheless, that sort of thing uh, where life turns out to be completely rewritten <laughs> or time warped and changed around. People who died didn't, people who di uh, uh, didn't die did, stuff like that. And uh, that's been going on for a long time. DC Comics probably started this originally when they revamped their superheroes in the late 50s and early 60s, uh, some of which had been canceled after the end of uh, the 40s. Pretty much all the superhero comics were pretty much dead. They weren't selling. The only thing that survived was uh, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And then they uh, had to revive that because they couldn't, uh, after the uh, clampdown from Congress or whatever, saying that the comic books were leading to juvenile delinquency and whatnot, certain genres that were very, very popular, most notably science fiction and horror, uh, had to be greatly curtailed. Yeah, you uh, even certain like blood or something like that couldn't be in the dialogue. It's on and on and on. Uh, so superheroes are pretty much all the only game in town, and so that kind of gave them a boost to come back. And they revived older ones and changed them. Most notably, the Flash and Green Lantern were completely different. Well, more or less, uh, Green Lantern had a totally different origin story and whatnot. And the Flash basically looked different, and he was a different guy, and so on and so forth. And then later on, you actually had people who remembered, hey, they looked different, and they were different people. What happened with that? So then they wrote a story. Well, that was a, an alternate universe where all those stories happened. And the rest continues to this day. <laughs> it gets more and more complicated as time goes on. But, well, it's all a part of the fun. So I did this thing where, oh, this sort of time warp thing happened and the superheroes forgot they were superheroes. And then slowly it unravels. And that's what we did here. I did not do it well. I'm just doing it for uh, giggles here. Uh, but the concept, I suppose, if I had actually uh, put the time into it, could have made a fairly decent story out of it. There are other examples of a similar type things going around. Not all of them I have read, but uh, it's kind of a cool little idea when you want to throw a twist in the works about a story that you think is one thing and turns out to be another and that kind of thing. Uh, this was all very lazily done and rushed. Uh, as I was going through it, there's some uh, actual comic strips I just dropped. I didn't bother to record them. Uh, it was just mostly for gags and whatnot, and it's more of a sight gag than uh, something you would uh, listen to. And uh, and I got to say, I got bored with it very quickly. Uh, there's a few little jokes here and there, but eh, I think Night Night's better. 
And so I did it. You know, it's over. It's done. I doubt that I'll revisit any of this except uh, maybe like the, the private eye guy. I've got other versions of him and the Dr. Deja Vu, who originally was never called this in the original strip. He was always just the good doctor or the doctor or the feel good doctor. Like he was a doctor that the superheroes went to for their fix. <laughs> it's kind of like celebrities do and that sort of thing. As for the final uh, discourse between Dr. Good and Jane Good. That's word for word a uh, Rex Morgan MD uh, comic strip <laughs> with the, having the bleach <laughs> then disinfect the cheerleaders locker room and pop. <laughs> and so I just weave that in there and I say, oh, how can I weave this into this bizarre, weird uh, alien lesbian plot? <laughs> um so that's, yeah, that's what it was. And then, of course, the little Where Are They Now uh, wrap-up uh, was the end of the uh, webcomic. So there you go. I don't know that I'll bother reposting that thing. Most of it, I it's all originally drawn by me, but I'm basically looking at the comic strip originally and then copying it. And that's, you know, I didn't trace it. I don't have to. I'm a real artist. But... That's about it. Uh, so I don't know that there's any reason to see it. And some of it, uh, you can tell I was getting tired of it through it because it's kind of lazily drawn and slapped in there. So there you go. The Good Doctor. Now, the interesting thing about this is when you have stories that have layers and, and, and convoluted things, you really need a payoff that uh, it, um, it... Damn it, what is... Holy crap, I got a caller. I don't take calls on this show. Um, all right, all right, let me, uh, let me just deal with this. Since Lefty screwed up the studio, it's kind of hard to figure out how I work stuff. Uh, hey, welcome to the Nelson Show. Who's this? Uh, it's, it, Doug, it's me. Uh, look, oh, don't hang God. up. I just, I just wanted yeah. to apologize, and I'm not apologizing for my passion and my beliefs, of course. I will not do that. Hashtag resist. But... Of course, I want to apologize for my behavior, and I will pay for the the damages I, I did to this studio. It's just sometimes I get so upset, and the way I'm treated on, on the show is like, it's just, you know, it's just, it, I don't think it's fair, because I'm the only one there, you know, fighting for the truth, you know? Doug? Doug? Are you there? The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMr.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Show. Hello? Damn it, 